Hi, this is John Carlson. Caps fans, don't forget to catch the Caps This Morning podcast every weekday morning on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The wait is over. It's opening night in Washington. A youth movement, three rookies in the opening night lineup, potentially tonight. And head coach Peter Laviolette joins us as the new season gets underway. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, October the 13th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. And what a morning it is. It is the first game of the new season. An 82-game canvas ready to be painted, Ben. And what a matchup we've got tonight with the New York Rangers in town. A full building for the first time since March 2020. There's a lot to be excited for and a lot to be thankful for as we get started once again. And looking forward to this opening night coming up later this evening. John, can we say on night one, can we say it's big boy hockey with the New York Rangers in town? Yes. The night you love to hate, right? Wednesday night hockey, get the rival New York Rangers in town. We know about the history, the recent history between these two teams. This is certainly an attention grabber. For night number one and for the Capitals, look, we know no Nicholas Backstrom. That's certainly unfortunate here to start the season, 10 games at minimum. We'll see the status on Alex Ovechkin. But that being said, we know there's some fresh blood. You touched on it. As many as three rookies in the lineup, a lot of youth, a lot of players that folks are looking forward to seeing. And of course, the core, the mainstays as well, the Carlsons, the Oshies. I don't care if you've been in the league a decade plus. Opening night is always something they look forward to. And especially now, as you noted, I think there's going to be a real buzz. I think it's going to be a special night in terms of the building being full for the first time since March 2020. A lot to look forward to. Opening night is always special, but I think this one in particular, 2021-22 campaign, we'll remember this one moving forward. And here's hoping the Capitals uh, make the most of it coming up. Absolutely. And the roster being made official by the Capitals yesterday morning. So congratulations are in order to the rookies who made the team out of camp. That means Hendricks, LaPierre, Connor McMichael, and Martin Ferravari on defense. More on them when head coach Peter LaViolette joins us in just a few minutes. The Caps get younger, Ben, and we expect to see at least two, if not all three, in the lineup tonight. Yeah, then Connor McMichael might be the TBD, depending on what Alex Ovechkin's status is, but we expect to see a whole lot of Martin Ferravari. We'll get to him in a little bit and his pairing with John Carlson, but Hendricks LaPierre, certainly when I reference, there are young players that we'll be looking forward to seeing Hendricks LaPierre at 19 years of age. We've been speaking about him throughout training camp in the preseason and good on the kid, right? A couple of weeks ago, he said, hey, my goal is to make the NHL team. And that goes back weeks ago, John. He came into camp, Hendricks Lapierre. He genuinely said, I want to make the NHL team. And maybe some of us thought, all right, that's a good attitude, but good luck, kid. We'll see how it works out for you. And lo and behold, not only makes the team, but seemingly will be able to make his NHL debut as a 19-year-old, just the 22nd player he would be in franchise history as a 19-year-old to play on opening night for the Capitals. So looking forward to seeing that. And I uh, believe also, John, first time since 2013, if they have as many as three rookies in the opening night lineup, would be the first time in eight years. So certainly a, a, a rarity as far as the Capitals are concerned. And the real question on everybody's mind this morning, as far as the Capitals are concerned, as they head into the opener tonight with the New York Rangers, will Alex Ovechkin play or won't he tonight? He did skate yesterday with his teammates in an optional practice. 
he was teeing it up from the office pretty good there at one point, too, and would think, Ben, there's still a decent chance he plays tonight, but it's not a lock we'll know later on this morning or this evening for sure. Yeah, exactly, and and that, that's why we shouldn't get too ahead of ourselves with those kids, with the rookies and Connor McMichael, but again, a lot of this uh, hinges on Alex Ovechkin's status, but to your point, it was encouraging not only to see him out on the ice, but it's not as if he just skated individually for a few minutes and did a few twirls. No, he was out there. It was an optional skate, but he was out there with some of his teammates, and to your point, taking regular reps from the office, winding up for that one-timer, some encouraging sign there. Russian machine never breaks. If he's out tonight... Certainly doesn't seem like it's going to be anything too long-term, an encouraging sign in that regard, certainly. As the new season gets underway tonight, Peter Laviolette begins his second season as head coach of the Capitals. I sat down with him yesterday at MedStar Capitals Iceplex discussing Henrik Lapierre's training camp, the makeup of the defense, the confidence of Martin Farabari, and his thoughts on tonight's opponents, the New York Rangers. Well, Coach, in your second season, you had a chance to have a training camp. So right away, I guess that was a lift from what you had had the year before. How tough was it in year one to not have that? How nice was it to have a full training camp, all the exhibition games that you had? Yeah, I mean, just totally different from last year. And last year was the abnormal. This is much more than normal of what we're used to with regard to training camp. You know, I think what made it more challenging last year, everybody had challenges because of COVID and the reduced camp and no exhibition games. And we just operated differently, taxi squads and meetings were in different places and you couldn't have your team together in the same room. And so it became really challenging. But on top of that was being a new coach and trying to establish relationships inside the locker room, trying to establish an identity on the ice, trying to build a team, um, all of that really was different and it's much better to be back this year and I feel like we're there's already an understanding of me already an understanding of the identity and so we've got to get back to that and continue to build that but it's a much easier platform to do it on where you know we're able to be together we're able to have some team events we're able to get together and have a meeting together uh, one-on-one meetings you don't have a mask on you can see people and communicate and so this year's training camp was I thought it was really good you know I mentioned the players that just the shape that they came in and the work that they did and and how they pushed through training camp and I like the way we played the last two exhibition games against full rosters, and I thought our guys did a real good job. And so to me, camp was really good. It helped prepare us for game one, and you know we're about to embark on that. Is it fair to say the biggest surprise at camp was Henrik Lapierre, only because it seemed like, okay, he's going to get a chance to play against the big guys and then go back to junior. Maybe we'll see in a year, but here he is on opening night. What impressed you the most about him during camp? What earned him that roster spot? Well, he had an impact in the games, and so it's he looked good in practice. He's a skilled player, and he can skate well, and he's a smart player. I thought he looked good in practice, but the telling tale, I think, of younger players is the exhibition games, and once you get in against guys that aren't 18 and 19 years old, they're 25 years old, or they're 30 years old, or 35 years old, you're a much stronger man at that point in your life. He was able to compete in the battles. He was able to still have his game show that he could play at this level. I think just kind of mapping it out with Nick Backstrom and the course that was going to, we were waiting to see. But as a coach, I also had to prepare for 
you know, life with Nick Backstrom or life without Nick Backstrom. And so um, we put these kids in situations to prepare for life without Nick Backstrom. And he and uh, Connor McMichael, I thought, were the two guys that stood up and shined the most with the most consistent game. And so, therefore, these guys, based on the news of Nick, these two guys now will be the guys that fill that slot and show what they get a chance and an opportunity to show what they can do to start the season. Another youngster that certainly is going to have a few butterflies for the opener is Martin Ferravari, who I thought did a nice job of jumping up in the play, showed mobility, confidence too. It just seemed to shine through throughout every game that he was involved in. Where do you see him? We've seen him with John Carlson here leading up into the regular season, but in terms of his role, expectation going into the new year, where do you see Marty fitting in? Well, you're right. He had a he had a real good camp, and what's really good about when you watch Marty play, you see how agile he is. You see how powerful he is with his strides. He never really seems to get himself into any trouble because of his skating. He can make a small mistake and make up for it with two powerful strides and be back on the right side of a guy to defend. And he uses his skating to add to the offense and to contribute to our game that way. You're also right about the confidence, like just watching him this year. And that happens. I feel like when players, you know, unless you're a, a real high first round pick and somebody who can jump into an NHL lineup and that still may take a year or two there's usually a process with these young players where you start in a position and you have to you have to go through a path in the American Hockey League that has some ups and downs in it ups and downs in the game in the American Hockey League ups and downs in call-ups and sending and, and they go through that experience of developing and gaining uh, experience and maturing as a player and maturing as a person and Marty came into camp this year and he just looks a lot stronger a lot more confident with what he does on the ice he's been paired with John Carlson and you know I think we're going to start that way it leaves a, a really good defensive pair in Orloff and Jensen and I thought TVR had an excellent camp as well and so he plays with Schultz so we feel like we got six good defensemen that we can count on in all situations. Sticking with that defense theme and thinking about Nick Jensen and where he was maybe two years ago versus playing with Sedano Chara last year and that progression, maybe the most improved player on the back end from year to year in your first year here. Now he playing with Dmitry Orlov and a chance to continue that progression. I thought last year, and you know we didn't get to chat as much last year with all the COVID stuff, but thought that he had a really nice year for himself playing with Z. He was fantastic. You know, he was a, he's our, I believe he's our, one of our toughest competitors defensively. You know, he really, he, he has speed and agility and he knows how to use his body and he plays a firm game. He can skate, he can make a good first pass. And so his numbers were always on a positive side of things, just looking at how he played the game. And so were Dimitri's and they have played together in the past and there seemed to be a little bit of continuity there. So, you know, it's a starting point. It's early in the year, but that's the way we're going to start. Trevor Van Riemsdyk and talking with people from Carolina said, it just never was that space there. And you made mention of the fact that, you know, he's a guy that is certainly able to be in that top six for you, but never really has gotten that chance. Now, as he comes into opening night, he's going to get that chance. He is. Um, he, any game that Trevor played in last year for us, I thought he did a terrific job, uh, whether it was on the right side or the left side. He came in, he provided a veteran player who really read the plays well. Uh, he was able to make a good first pass. He skates well. Um, he can add offensively to our game plan. But, you know, just with the numbers we had last year, he didn't get a lot of time. You know, we signed him to a two-year extension based on the fact that we weren't even playing that much. That's how much we liked him. That's how much we thought he could play. You know, as it turns out this year, he is 
he's going to get an opportunity to play a lot more. He had an excellent training camp. I thought that he was one of our top defenders in training camp. And so, you know, he's going to start with Schultz and uh, he'll play the left side. But, you know, his camp was excellent. So it's really just more of what we've seen from him. We're excited to get him in on a regular basis. Last question just about the opposition coming up with the Rangers, an improved team, a tougher team perhaps. And it looks like that may be the kind of lineup we may see for the opener. But this is a team fighting for a playoff spot and nothing like wading right into it here in game one against a divisional opponent that wants to try and take you down not just in a game but to try and make the playoffs and get past you yeah it's going to be you know it's going to be a a good one obviously there's some carryover from last year and you know we we talk to our guys just to be ready for whatever comes our way and um, I think once you're prepared for a game you're prepared for the battles you're prepared for a tough game a physical game I think you're prepared for anything Uh, at the end of the day we have to win the hockey game we've got to be the smarter team we've got to make sure that we walk out with the two points and sometimes discipline factors into a game like that and so nobody knows how the game will play out Um, our guys are ready to play any game that's dealt for us that night Um, and we'll look to be smart we'll look to at the end of the night have our first win in the column coach we appreciate you taking the time thanks good luck with the rangers okay thank you benny a lot of focus on the defense there with a head coach but some really good insights there on what we expect to see starting out this season Ferrari and carlson is a thing orlov and jensen and if all goes according to plan this is a pretty good top six yeah and love the opportunity here we'll see how martin Ferrari handles it, how he takes advantage of it, but that's potentially the opportunity to play 20-plus minutes a night, and he's hardly going to be eased into what could potentially be here his first full NHL campaign. Big boy minutes playing alongside John Carlson. We anticipate seeing Faravari again as well on the penalty kill and the other pairings. Well, maybe they'll be fluid. Maybe they'll mix and match, certainly, over the course of uh, the start of the season here, but that speaks a lot to, to what the organization thinks of Faravari and his potential to put him with John Carlson And the other thing I'm interested in seeing here, John, to start the year, this three-game homestand, the Rangers, Lightning, and Avalanche, not only legit teams, but teams that legitimately put the puck in the net as far as top 10 offenses from a year ago. And all three of those teams, they also have something else in common. They have pests who could park themselves atop the crease, whether it's Chris Kreider or Barkley Goudreau now on the Rangers or Patrick Maroon with Tampa Bay or Nazem Kadri with the Colorado Avalanche. There's some super pests who could park themselves atop the crease. Be interested to see how the Capitals handle that as well. I think we'll learn a lot over these next three games about the Capitals defensively. Good challenge to start the campaign, in other words. We move from the coach's office into the main dressing room for the Capitals band on the eve of the regular season. You caught up with Daniel Sprong, a forward in the mix with perhaps more upside than we've seen yet here in D.C. Has shown himself very well, particularly as last season went deeper. Keep in mind, started the year. He was in and out of the lineup a little bit by season's end. Started to see some more regular time. And we know about the sniping ability there from Daniel Sprong. And actually began our conversation with some perspective. He made the NHL his debut as an 18-year-old with Pittsburgh in 2015. So we brought it to the present. He provided his perspective on what a teenager like Hendrix LaPierre might be going through for the first time as he gets his pro career underway. So we'll lead you off the bat. Might have a, a kid or two making an NHL debut here, certainly in Hendrix LaPierre. I'm just curious, your memories, 18 years old, opening night, 2015-16 with Pittsburgh. That's a big jump from the Quebec League that you had back then. What's that like when you make that jump as a teenager, as the youngest player on the roster, to try to earn your keep in the NHL? Yeah, it was exciting. I'll never forget it. We were in, in Dallas, and we had morning skate in the morning, and I was ready. I think I was full of equipment, like, 30 minutes before practice started like Zamboni wasn't even in the ice I was ready to go just was just excited and uh, brings back memories and you know what he's 
he's from Montreal as well, so uh, I got to see him a bit before we headed here, and uh, it's awesome to see that he uh, he's he's going to play. It's one thing to have an impressive training camp and preseason in that position. What's he going to find out over the next week or two or a few weeks? What's that jump like from training camp preseason to regular season your first time? Well, I think in regular season, you know, it's the full team on both sides. It's no uh, no American League guys in the lineup. It's your full team. It's the best players of everyone's organization, and uh, every game matters, and I think uh, he's going to have a great game tomorrow. Living vicariously through him a little bit. You mentioned you saw him before even camp started. Is, it, is, is this fun for you to see a young kid come come up like that? Yeah, for sure. He, he played in the Quebec League, same thing as uh, Mantha and I saw uh, and uh, he played in Chikurimi, so I like know the place pretty well. Played there a couple times, but just uh, just see another Q guy uh, play in NHL and then play on the same team. It's uh, kind of cool. And for yourself, I believe your sixth pro season getting started here in earnest. Opening night. I mean, this is still. I imagine this is still something you look, you look forward to. It's the start of a fresh campaign. What, what are your thoughts as you begin here? Another campaign year number two for you here in Washington. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's exciting. You know, it'll be your first home opener. Uh, here for me in D.C. with the fans in front. Last year there were no fans, so I think uh, the crowd's going to be amazing uh, tomorrow night and excited to start it off at home. Well, for yourself, I know you never want to be too quote-unquote comfortable, but you certainly progressed nicely as last season went along. You earned more ice time. You were producing regularly. How do you feel coming into this year, a full 82-game campaign? Again, your, your second full season here in Washington. Yeah, I'm excited. I think last year as the season went on, I, I gained more and more confidence, worked on a little details on my game with the coaching staff and uh, they gave me an opportunity and uh, they gave me the confidence to play my game and I think in training camp so far they, they've shown that faith in me and now I just got to keep playing my game and show that I'm worth the spot. Those details primarily away from the puck? A little bit of everything you know just in the O zone making sure I support the puck, uh, puck battles in the D zone just making sure I stay in the right spot and then uh, you know just managing the game know when to dump it in or know when I can take my chance and try to beat someone one-on-one. We'll see how it unfolds to start the season here, but it seems you, you finished the preseason playing quite a bit with Lars Eller and Anthony Mantha as a trio. What do you like about the three of you together? How do you feel you complement each other? Yeah, for sure. I think we built some pretty good chemistry over the last two games. Uh, I played with Lar uh, a little bit last year and uh, Mo a couple of games near the end, but uh, no, we play really well off each other. We're understanding each other really well, and I think that showed in the last two games. You know, We were making the little plays, finding each other quick, and uh, we all bring uh, a skill set, and uh, it works really well with the three of us together. And there he is, Daniel Sprong. So again, looking forward to seeing him begin the season anyways with Lars Eller and Anthony Mantha touching on the familiarity that they have there, showed themselves well in the preseason. And again, a potential big opportunity for Daniel Sprong, his second season here with the Capitals. Now there's opening night excitement for everyone, Ben, but if you've never had a chance to be a part of it at this level, it's off the charts, especially if you have family in attendance. Not even sure if Connor McMichael is going to get in tonight, but he certainly could. And if he does, it's going to be for Alex Ovech. And that's going to make, I would think, last night a pretty sleepless night for the youngster wearing number 24. And for Connor McMichael and his family up in Toronto, uh, an exciting 24, 48 hours, you could say, when the word came down, when it became official for McMichael. He may have had an inkling he'd be on the opening night roster, but when word came down from Coach Peter Laviolette, he was certainly excited, shared the news with his family, and that among the talking points as I caught up with McMichael yesterday after the Capitals' optional skate. 
I know you have loftier goals, but opening night NHL roster, this has to feel pretty good. Could you sort of take me through the last 24 hours when maybe you had an inkling, but that became official for you? Yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a crazy 24 hours. Uh, obviously, finding out that I made the team, was it was pretty cool, and uh, especially with the group of guys we have in there, there's a lot of special players, and just to be a part of the team, it's a huge honor, and um, I'm happy with my how my camp went, and I'm looking to, to prove in some games here that um, why they kept me up here. So how do you find that out, if you don't mind unveiling the curtain a little bit? Is that a tap on the shoulder from Coach? You go into his office, he's in front of the team. How'd that come about? Yeah, yesterday, actually, I had a meeting with Lavi, and uh, he kind of gave me the breakdown of what was going to happen and told me I was going to start out here and, and make the opening night roster. So it was a pretty cool feeling hearing that, and uh, I texted my parents right away. I was just going to say, what is that conversation like? I imagine you've since spoken to them on the phone and the family back home to yeah. be able to share that news. It's pretty rewarding, too. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, last year when I got my first game, they, they weren't able to come because of all the COVID stuff. So uh, if I get in the game here, they'll be the, the first one. They'll be on the first flight over here uh, coming to watch the game. So they're pretty excited. And uh, I mean, they've sacrificed a lot for me uh, throughout my career. So I'm happy to share the moment with them. I'm curious, did... did did Pops play, or, or how much hockey is there in the family, or are you the rare breed here? Uh, my dad played hockey, but no, uh, not at the pro level, but uh, he was a big soccer guy as well. But I have two younger brothers and an older brother, and actually an older sister as well, that all played hockey. So we have a pretty big hockey family, and uh, they're all excited for sure. Well, geez, you got a whole five-man unit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a big crowd, a lot of mini-sticks growing up, so it was fun. All right, you referenced the debut last year against Buffalo. That was a one-game cameo, empty building. What is the difference now? And again, I know you have loftier goals, but to have been through the training camp, the preseason, and this is sort of a continuation as opposed to being plucked in. Yeah, last year was kind of weird. I wasn't here for training camp, and uh, I feel like this year I'm a lot more comfortable getting a whole camp in, getting all the exhibition games in. So I'm confident in my game right now, and obviously playing in front of a, a full barn will be really cool. So I'm, I'm really excited. What has you feeling good? What what worked for you personally in the preseason that you're confident can potentially carry over when regular season opportunities come up? Yeah, I think just my pace of play, uh, that was a big difference from last year coming from junior to, to playing pro. Um, the pace of play, the, the, the decision making with the puck, you have to be a lot quicker and I think that's a, that's a huge thing that I've improved on. So especially coming into this year in camp, I felt a lot quicker, a lot, a lot better with my decision making. So um, I'm ready to go. You've referenced a fellow Toronto boy in Tom Wilson among those, showing you the ropes, helping you out a little bit. What, what, sort of the, the, the advice, what are some of the pointers that, that, that a veteran like him can, can pass on to you? Uh, nothing too crazy, honestly. Just go out there and have fun. And um, I mean, I'm here for a reason. Uh, that's what he's kind of saying. And um, you're here for a reason. Just play your game and uh, just show them what you can do and hopefully stick here for a while. Final thing I want to ask you, I'm curious. You don't know this until you go through it, but you've made the team. What's the what goes into sticking around on the team? What's that process like? Because it's one thing training camp preseason. It's a different beast come regular season. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to make the team, but I think it's harder to, to stick around, and uh, that's something that I'm ready to prove to the staff. If I get, if I get into some games here, I'll, I'll be ready to prove that I, I belong in the NHL, and I'm ready to make that jump and uh, hopefully not go back to Hershey. So um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity and uh, looking to show my stuff. Appreciate this. Congrats on the first benchmark, and uh, here's to many more. Thank you, Connor. Yeah, thank you. All right, so again, Connor McMichael looking to make the most of the opportunity at the NHL level, and we'll see if he does, in fact, get that start as soon as tonight in the season opener against the New York Rangers.
Ben, we've spent the last couple of weeks talking about training camp and we've talked about exhibition games. We've talked about battle for roster spots, but now we are talking about game one of 82. There is enemy opposition on the other side in the New York Rangers. What is coming up on our very first Caps game day of the new season today at four here on Caps Radio 24-7? A whole lot of content. Going to put the spotlight on, among other things, the center position for the Capitals without Nicholas Backstrom looking for important big starts to the campaign for, among others, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Lars Eller, and the aforementioned Hendrix Lapierre. We'll get a little bit of a good scouting report on Hendrix Lapierre. Actually dug deep for this one, John. We spoke to his junior coach, Yannick Jean, up in the Quebec Major Junior League. Get some anecdotes and perspective from him on his kid making his NHL debut here. We'll hear from LaPierre himself, Connor Sherry, Stephen Wino from the Associated Press, Lars Eller, Joe B, a cameo appearance as well, and head coach Peter Laviolette. You got all that? It's a whole lot. Four o'clock, Caps game day on Caps Radio 24-7, CapsRadio247.com. Which is going to lead you all the way up to airtime tonight at 106.7 A Fan and right here on Caps Radio 24-7, with the Over the Air show, NHL on TNT has the TV side of it at 7.30. Puck drop's going to be, for those who are curious, at 7.40 tonight. They tell you 7.30, but they got some ad time to sell. 7.40 will be the puck drop tonight. It's the Caps. It's the Rangers. It is game one of 82. Ben, have yourself a great opening night and have yourself a great Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. See you at the rink later. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.